I'm Frank, and I'm not a big fan of BJ's Wholesale Club super low gas prices. I don't trust things that low. Started in 92. Big office Christmas party. Come on, join the limbo line. Now I see a chiropractor. So, no, BJ's. I don't want super low gas prices. Okay, then. But if you'd like super low gas prices and a $40 digital BJ's gift card, join the new BJ's Wholesale Club. Opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. Donica Strange Riscano, author, speaker, and community leader, comes to you today with Recapture, the weekly program that gives a biblical perspective on living a Christ-centered life as you walk through your recovery journey. Our focus is providing healing for the family with love, knowledge, forgiveness, and information. Hello, everybody. Good morning, sunshine. Good afternoon or whenever you're listening. This is Donica. I am your host today on another broadcast of Recapture. So glad to be here. My ride or die is here. Hi. Oh, don't be so shy, Essence. (laughs) Hi, hi, hi. How are you, ma'am? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's so glad. I'm so glad to have our moderator here holding down the reins with me on tomorrow, on today. Excited to <laughs> tomorrow. be here today, 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 today. <laughs> on today for our broadcast, get to share a little bit of information, encouragement with our listening audience. And we'll go ahead and get right into it. On last week's broadcast, we talked about Believe God's Success for You. And when I was talking about it, I was just sharing with you the excitement I felt about ministry opportunities that God had given me and also for you. What are the things that God is asking you to do and how are you And that is possible. This is what I've heard before, and this is what I say. If God puts it in your mind to do, it can be done. Mm -hmm. And if it keeps coming back to you, it's meant for you to do. Now, I actually learned that at church. Pastor Sheldon had not, um, St. Holland's Missionary Baptist Church. He he said that on more than one occasion. If it keeps coming back to you. It's meant for you to do. So don't say, well, somebody somebody ought to do something about that. Um, the someone is you. Yeah, that's you. And if God put it in your mind to do, it can be due. That's, that's how inventions are made because the excellence of what God has put in your brain, it's delivered and someone says, hey, someone needs to do that. And they take the science and the technologies. I will tell you this real quickly, Essence, that us. I know someone who's like, what if they make something like a a mammography or mammogram, like a a bra or something you could wear and do a mammogram? And the person was like, "Uh, I know they already have that. Somebody should have made that up by now. And she saw on the news after that that someone made it up. It was like, you know, some type of new technology. Right. It it wasn't already in existence. It was, wow. So that if God puts it in your mind to do, it can be done. And so I would say, um, run the race that is set before you and do the assignment that God is calling you to do 
with reckless abandon. God will send you the resources, the tools, the technologies, the people, the labor, the money. I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to myself today, right, on those things that you're passionate about. Remember the example I gave last week, since I gave an example that I was sitting at the computer. I was sitting at the computer typing something. I had one list on my left about people I was going to reach out to for Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Celebration and some people I was going to reach out to for my uh, business with the uh, International Beauty Care. And I was doing three things at one once because I believed it could be done. Right. Sometimes I'm just going to tell the truth. <laughs> I'm sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> Me Sometimes I'm sleepy, but I'm I'm. I'm doing it and I'm excited. So that's our recap from last week talking about what his assignment God has given you. And I encourage you, sunshine. I encourage you, beloved. Yes, yes, you can do it. But today we're kind of, we're talking about the success that God can give us. Um, I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Because a lot of times people say, um, when you're having a conversation around purpose and things that you're meant to do and uh, and everything of that nature, uh, people will say, oh, oh, this is something that comes natural to you. This is a talent, um, things of that nature. And, and according to the word, would you say that that's true? Or that sometimes, uh, just as you said, it's something that just keeps coming back around, um, keep it's continuously presented to you. It's not something that you naturally have a talent for or anything like that, but something that essentially an anointment, anointment, anointing, anointing, yes. What am I thinking about right now? Um, can be placed upon you and, and you're able to execute in that realm. I would say the answer is yes. And what I mean is, you're like, yes, yes or no. The answer is yes. Some people are have a talent it just is natural to them and some others is a skill that they have to develop Mm -hmm. and others one two three there's something that that idea or that framework it keeps coming back to them so if it keeps coming back to you it's meant for you to do and i believe that wholeheartedly even when a person is very talented for example an athlete Mm -hmm. they they just have the body the physique for that particular sport, they just—they're just tall, right? Right? Oh, they can. They, just they have can the be broad a basketball player, but right. But they have to become skilled and trained in those areas. And I'm not going to say basketball techniques because I'll no, I'll mess that up. But <sighs> you understand what I mean, right? Like it's, an athlete or a football player or a tennis player, there's certain things so that should, you look I should, for. I should try to be a singer, then, Mama. As someone told me. um, they 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 were in choir, uh, like in, in high school and things like that. And they said, "Well, anybody can learn how to sing." I got excited. I was like, "What? I can learn how to sing?" They said, "Just some people just born and they already know how to sing." I said, "What?" But yeah, um, that's an inside joke about me singing. <laughs> yes. We're not telling but you know the story. What? God, yes, but God still used your voice, right? That's Monet, true. Monet on the mic. That's yes, true. yes, that's true. Essence is a poet, and she has a gift, and God uses your voice. And if there's technicians or people that voice coaches that said that they can teach you the technique to sing, I'm going to encourage my baby on the radio, daughter. If you want to do that, On the radio, but what about in real life? In real life. You just. In real life. um, But you just spoke a word. Yes. I wanted to sing, but my voice is still used. Yes. So sometimes it's not going to come in the way that you want it to come. Yes. But it's still coming in down the same road. Yes. That's a whole word. That's true. That's true. It's not coming the way that and even in pursuing your things in life, your ministries and everything like that, 
it's not coming the way that you think it should, but it's still going to come. And I would say that uh, believing for uh, change in your family, change is possible. Uh, it doesn't look the way that you think it's going to look, but it will come. Because I was, which you know this, because last year we did 30 Days of Change, a healing journey for our family. And guess what? We And I we talked about this before, that the boys and everyone, were, they were excited. And, and even one of my young gloves came to me and said, Essence, one of my, you know, one of the boys came and said, Mom, today is the day we do laundry. What? I was so excited. I was like, what? <laughs> I can't believe it. Because we actually had a day change, 30 days of change, it's, you know, from the book that I wrote, right. A Healing Journey for the Family, that we sat down and made a schedule. Right. We sat down and said, this day is the day we do laundry. This is the day we go to market. This is the day. The market. Grocery store. Oh, with the little piggies. But no, I mean. And we had a schedule. On, on, on a side note, I mean, that this, having the schedule um, for, for children I, it's, it's crucial. It's crucial, you know. Even for me with, with the boys, um, every day they know before we before we leave the house, we got to walk the dog. When we come home, we're going to get settled in for a second, then we're going to go walk the dog. And so those repetition pieces, um, when we're speaking about success, uh, almost always having a schedule and a routine is a part of it. And so getting used to a schedule or establishing a schedule is, is heavily based on the repetition of it. You have to get accustomed to doing certain things at a certain time, and then it will kind of become natural. And I would definitely say that's my side note um, when it comes to when we're speaking about success. And you know what? There's a there is a there is a passage that goes with when we talk about kind of writing a schedule. It, it, and the Lord answers and said, "Write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for the appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. And that is mm. a that is." encouragement to to me and you and to the listening audience because guess what I was going to tell you that when we did the 30 days of change last year the kids were excited oh mom today is laundry day is this the day that we're going to go to the grocery store uh, are we going to do these tasks um it, <laughs> I'm not going to say it was fleeting they were holding you accountable well uh, that's that's a great part that they were holding me accountable and I was so excited for those 30 days that we were doing the doing the day-to-day change and change and spending time together, doing tasks and spending family time. But I'm going to say um, it wasn't fleeting, but it wasn't long-lasting. And I think for myself, the one thing that I am, we have to coach our children and train our children. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I had some type of thought that it was just going to be, I will never have to say, go take that trash out. Running in the field of daisies and slow motion. Yes, running in the field of daisies. Just so beautiful. It all fall into place. But what I will say about what you just read from the word, right division and making plain. And I'm, I'm, I'm no theologian. I may be hearing this and processing it wrong, but, um, when that, when you were saying that it kind of brought to mind having, um, a vision board. I was uh, listening to a clip on social media, um, 
famous person, I think it was Steve Harvey, and say, if you don't have a vision board, you're, you're not trying to really be successful or attain those things because you have to write it down. You have to be able to go back and look at it or even see it on a constant uh, level. Um, I know someone, we know someone, they they wrote their goals on uh, construction paper and placed them all throughout their house. Mm-hmm. Every, every room had a different goal that they were wanting to um, achieve and, and striving for within the 12, within the next 12 months. And so on a funny side note, I, I, I don't always make groceries. Sometimes I'll just go pick up what I'm making for the day uh, and, and, and cook it and, and have it for leftovers the next day and leave it there because I will forget that the groceries are in the refrigerator. The kids have their snacks and things like that. And then, you know, I have what I'm having for a meal. But for my snacks, I forget about my snacks. So I had some strawberries. I pulled the strawberries out. It's like this is why I don't buy groceries for myself. At least strawberries are they had gone bad. Mm -hmm. And so a friend recommended to me, well, hey, get a whiteboard and write the things that you have in the refrigerator and put it on the outside. So. When you're in the kitchen, you know what's in there. That's and, funny. And that's in the same capacity. I think that's a good idea. You're seeing constantly what it is that you're working towards. But even though, and we're, I'm going to talk a little bit about the scripture you shared. Even though it's on the whiteboard, because it says strawberries on the whiteboard, is it going to want to make you eat the strawberries? I think it's more of a Reminder. keeping yourself aware. Yeah. Because I think that with life, um, even when this is, you talk to God, God already made it clear this is what you're supposed to be doing. God is showing you the way to get it done. In the hustle and bustle of life, we get taken away from things. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this is why we attend church and we fellowship and things like that. We have to constantly keep ourselves in the midst and in the uh, frame of mind of what we're trying to accomplish. Yes, and so when you when you say you write it on a whiteboard and it says uh, for the visions yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak. The vision shall speak and it will not lie, though it tarry. Wait for it, and and tarry means it's not coming yet. So though it tarry, wait for it, it's going to come to pass. And one thing about the thirty days of change that my family is in right now, I have to be reminded. Because I want to just get up and, oh, they did their chores, they made their bed, the laundry's done, all of that. Um, You have to be consistent. And though the vision that you see, I'm speaking to you, the vision that you see for your family, it is going to come to pass. Mm. My sister, Shannon Williams, she said to me, change is possible. Because she knows the journey that I'm on. And the reason we're talking about this journey on recapture is because Aunt and I will say, go back and uh, go to KKHT.com, go to programs and podcasts, go back and listen to uh, the podcast from last week as we talk about God's success. Believe for God's success for your life. So I'm telling you, when you write the vision, though it tarry, wait for it. It's going to come to pass. But with that, you still have to be consistent. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a change, the 30 days of change again this year. And I told the boys, I said, hey, we're going to do our journey again next year. You know how some people take time on this spiritual journey. And I was talking to the boys, and since I told the boys, I said, hey, we're going to do this again next year. But this part, we're not going to revisit mm-hmm. the part of we're writing. We're going to be solidified. Yes. yes. 
Right. It's going to. You're going to be adding on to and building. Something else. And we're going to be visiting something else and serving in a different capacity on our 30-day journey with our family. But I'm telling you, it said, when you write the vision. And so what is the vision? For some people, it's a, if it's dealing with business, it's a business plan. If it's for your family, it's, it's a schedule. It's what you said. Uh, what is it? A vision, vision board. A vision board. So what is your vision? What is your vision for your family? Make a vision board. Maybe on one compartment. On Essence's vision board, she's going to have strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> on Essence's vision board, she's going to talk about, you know, it, that's important to her. Something maybe important to you may not be the same thing, you know, as what Essence, that's important to her. So have a vision board for your family. And what, what the vision of success for your family looks like. And write a schedule. It is helping me to have a schedule and it's also helping me not to be so frustrated with the process. And see, and, and it's funny that you said that the, you use the word process right at this moment because I was just thinking to myself that um, successful people often are asked the question, what do you do when you're not motivated? And it's like, um, I don't look to be motivated. I'm disciplined. And so in the literal sense of what speaking of writing out a vision, if you have it written out, that's, that's almost your framework, your blueprint and your plan and it's something for you to refer back to. Um, I know someone spoke wise words to me. Do one thing per day for your family. Do one thing per day for your business. Do one thing per day for your health. And that's all it takes It's just one thing a day. And at a point, it's going to become repetitive um, and, and almost muscle memory. So your one thing per day is spending X amount of time with the kids for for family. One thing per day for your business, you're going to make X amount of phone calls. One thing per day for health is eat an apple or make sure you, as soon as you wake up in the morning, you drink two bottles of water to, you know, just get your body flowing a certain way. And at a point, those things become, um, like I said, muscle memory. And it makes it much easier if you have something in a physical sense to refer back to. And I think, too, what what you're saying about it becomes what your example is, it becomes conscientious. When I was growing up, I, I feel like I'm purposeful in trying to make change for our family. And it's conscientious. But I when I look back at my mom... And being a parent and raising her children, it looked so easy. But I, I know that there was just some things that, for example, for holidays, there was just certain things that mom did on the holidays. There were certain things that she did, like those um, milestones, like every year when it was time to go back to school mm-hmm. right. for the holidays. Uh, she, she, we had a very early bedtime. I didn't know this as a child, but she used that bedtime so she could have time for herself. <laughs> so... Uh, we talked about having a vision board, having a schedule, believe for the success, uh, the change for your family. But this is the scripture that I want to read, Psalms 127 and 1. Unless the Lord builds the house, its builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen stand guard in vain. In vain, in vain you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat. For he grants sleep to those he loves. Sons are a heritage for the Lord, 
children a reward for him. And so all of your getting and uh, getting an understanding, get the knowledge, but be focused on what God would have for you and for your family. So when when we're running a race and doing all those things and having tasks and whatnot, if I focus, for me, anyway, if the focus is not on what God says I can have for my family. And we do that because there have been times that, you know, there have been some uncertainties in our family life. But I, I made it a point that we would do something different. And so put God in the equation. It would be almost, okay, a second guess because this is a faith-based um, programming. But, yes, use the examples of those that are in your life um, to put God in part of your faith. In Second Timothy 1 and 5, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first, and thy grandmother Lois, and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that is in thee also. And so this is uh, the Apostle Paul talking it's to Timothy. King James Version. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Um, the Apostle Paul is talking to Dem- Timothy, and he's saying, hey, I see the lineage of faith in your family. I see it from your uh, mother, Eunice, your grandmother, Lois, and now in you. And so that is what we want to uh, put in our families. We we talk about uh, establishing a legacy of change. My mom established a legacy of change in her life, and her children saw it. Her grandchildren saw it. All the and then somebody could say, "I see the change that was also established in your grandmother Patricia, your mother Donica, and now in you, Essence. Look at God." Mm-hmm. So we're writing. The vision, we're making it plain. We're having a schedule. We're having a vision board. We're putting God in it. And we're believing We're believing God for the change that he has for our life. And um, that is, a, you know, in, is the example when you're reading the word of God. Mm-hmm, right. And so I will give an example that um, last night was uh, one of our days that we literally had a little devotional and we're talking about eliminating. Oh, um, eliminating destructive patterns and destructive behaviors. Okay. And replacing them with something positive. Mm -hmm. So that would be another step I would tell you for your family, replace those negative things and behaviors and patterns and replace it with something positive. And we were talking about the fruit of the spirit. And I asked each boy, each one of my sons, to pick a fruit of the Spirit. And one son chose joy. The other son chose peace. And peace, it says oftentimes, is compared to uh, a removing of conflict or war hmm. in societies. But when you replace destructive behaviors with peace in your home, hello, there's quietness, there's harmony, there is uh, better communications, so many things that can be replaced when you have peace. Mm -hmm. So that would be one thing that also... It kind of creates order. 
order, yes, peace and joy, joy is pleasure or happiness, can replace some of those negative things that you would have in mm, your home. I like that. Yes. I You're, thought it was very enlightening and powerful. You remember what grade well, I was like second or third grade uh, vacation Bible school had a contest um, and I, I did the fruit of the spirits and we made this giant hat. We put all type of uh, bells, pipe cleaners. It was, the, the hat was huge. It was yeah, like the, the, hat was the top hat. Uh, it was, um, I, that's so funny. And, um, we did it on the fruit of the spirit and I won first place, but I got like a, a, a little toy from the dollar store or something yeah. like that. And we spent a lot of money on that. That was a, um, a fruit of the spirit hat. And so thank you so much for being on and joining me on today. And since I'm going to encourage you no doubt, no doubt. with our, uh, tip for the journey, it comes from Galatians 6 and 9. Listen to the podcast and write this information down for you and your household. I'm, I'm saying a change is possible. Believe change is possible for your family. The tip for the journey, Galatians 6 and 9. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right moment, we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. I'm Donica. This is Essence. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining us on this week's broadcast. My prayer is that you continue to grow, find peace, forgiveness, knowledge, and information. To learn more or connect with us, visit our website at the PSDiamondCelebration.com. Until next time.